Welcome to the Love Your Life Podcast. My name is Stephanie. I'm a health and life coach, fitness enthusiast, entrepreneur, and a triathlete's wife. I am here to share my tips to help you create harmony on all aspects of your life, health, career, spirituality, relationships, and personal development. Every week, you will be inspired to create a life you love and deserve. Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsor, Scribed. Unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. Scribed. Unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Love Your Life Podcast. This is your host, Stephanie, and today I have a special guest, Annette Presley. She is a registered dietitian and a certified functional nutritionist. I'm super excited to have her on here. Um, She is also the author of a new book called The Switch Diet. So thank you so much, Annette, for joining us on today's show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. So tell me, how did you get into this line of work in the first place to becoming a registered dietitian? Well, it actually started when I was 16. We had an aerobics class in PE. And so when I'd go to the grocery store, I'd pick up Shape Magazine. And I loved the nutrition articles. (laughs) Yeah, you sound like me. (laughs) And so uh, when I went to college, I didn't know there were actually jobs in this field. Um, So I just put nutrition down as my major and nobody said I couldn't. And uh, they directed me down the path of registered dietitian. So that's kind of how that happened. Awesome. And you've been doing that for about 26 years, correct? Yeah, almost 27. Oh, wow. And then, um, so when made you want to go back and get your certified functional nutritionist uh, certification? And can you tell the listening audience a little bit more about that certification and what it entails? Yeah, well, back in 2005, I read a book called Know Your Fats by Dr. Mary Ennig. Uh, okay. She's a PhD biochemist and an expert on fat chemistry. And she actually began petitioning the FDA about the dangers of trans fats back in the 1980s. And, you know, finally in 2006, they did something about that. So anyway, I'm reading this book and it contradicts everything I had ever been taught about fat. Mm-hmm. And I was left with, oh, what do I do with this? <laughs> uh, you know, do I just ignore it and continue on? Um, but what if she was right? And what if the advice I was giving out was actually harming people? Uh, So I spent about a year going through all of her research and just looking up everything I could on saturated fat and cholesterol. And I found out that pretty much everything I was taught about nutrition was wrong. (laughs) So I had a license to kill. (laughs) So what is it that you discovered? Like what what information um, that you've learned as a as a dietitian that was kind of contradicting the research that you recently discovered by reading her book? Yeah. So everything we're taught about saturated fat and cholesterol is pretty much wrong. So saturated fat and cholesterol do not cause heart disease. There's never been any evidence to support that. Um, and it's very clear that there's no evidence to support that if, if you actually look at it. <laughs> so, um, so actually, saturated fat is really good for you. Um, the heart is, uh, it eats mostly saturated fat. That's how it maintains its energy. And it's the only organ in the body that doesn't succumb to cancer. It's so can you, for those that do not know what saturated fat is, can you list off a couple of examples of what they, they might be or what they can look for? 
like butter, coconut oil. Yeah. Uh, you'll find it in animal fats. Although what we're taught about, actually all the fats have all the different types of fats in it. Mm. So, you know, the, the saturated fat, the monounsaturated fat, like the olive oil. Yes. And even the polyunsaturated fats, uh, like you'd find in nuts and seeds, all of those fats are in every type of fat. Hmm. Uh, it's just the amounts. So a fat that's higher in the saturated fat, like coconut oil, we call it saturated. Yeah. And that's probably that big switch where we started seeing more people going on to the Atkins and the ketogenic diet. Um, I remember when I was younger, it was always the don't eat fats. Um, and then it went to this whole, like, don't eat carbs. And then it's like, eat fats. And yeah. a lot of, you know, I think a lot of people get very confused on, well, what am I supposed to do? One, one minute you tell me not to eat this. And next minute you tell me like, yeah, you should eat this. Yeah. And eggs too, you know, we couldn't eat those for a while or the yolks and now we're told to eat the yolks and yeah, it is very confusing. <laughs> exactly. And that's funny because that was the one thing when I was a kid, my dad had um, always had heart problems. He was born with a really bad heart. So he told me when I was a kid that I, when I used to eat the yolks, I was like, don't eat the yolks. It's not good for you. It's not good for you. Cause that was what the research said. And since that point, I stopped eating eggs ever since I was eight years old. Now it's just the smell and the the texture and the look of eggs just make me nauseous. It's not anything. I tell people all the time, like, I'm a nutritionist, but I'm feel free to eat eggs. I just don't eat them because it's a personal um, preference. I just can't get back to thinking of eating an egg um, because I have that, in, I guess, in the back of my head. Yeah, I, I have that with pork. I grew up not eating uh, pork and shrimp and all of that. And it's kind of a psychological thing. I don't really yes. have a problem with it, but it's, I just can't get through it. You know? Yeah, and the same thing with pork also. So I gave up pork and eggs, and I tell people all the time, like, breakfast is a very hard meal for me because I'm like, I'm pretty much left to carbs. That's what it kind of comes down to. And um, and protein shakes and dairy products that doesn't really settle well with my stomach. So it's it's pretty interesting all the time. You're a bit challenged, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So tell me a little bit more about your, um, your business, um, the Bloom Nutrition and Wellness. So uh, about a year ago, I had a patient who, uh, she was a 29-year-old female, and she had gotten a steroid shot. Mm. The site of injection became inflamed um, and infected, and she developed sepsis, which is a very serious blood infection. That led to her organs shutting down. So she was on dialysis, ventilator, she was fed by a tube, and um, fortunately, she, she survived all of that but she developed gangrene in her arms and legs and they had to cut off both of her hands and feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so that was kind of a wake up call for me. Um, I realized, you know, I'm sitting on all this knowledge that can keep people out of hospitals. And, um, you know, if she had just had some proper diet training, she probably wouldn't have needed the steroid shot. You know, (laughs) I mean, it was just, um, so it was just kind of a wake up call for me. And it's like, you know, I need to get this information out there because people need to know because this, this shouldn't happen like this. this. There's no reason for this. Exactly. And I think that that's very, um, it's very important to be able to give that information out to and having that firsthand experience where you can talk to someone and say, look, this is what I experienced. And this is what I witnessed. You don't want to go down this route of, you know, losing limbs because, of your nutrition is this really or taking medicine too often 
we are used to saying like, oh, well, I have a headache or I have this ailment. I'm just going to take medication. I talk to a lot of my family members and even some of my clients and they're like, I have high cholesterol. I'm just going to take the medication. I'm like, there's, there's, oh, ways, no. that, there's ways that you can just not take medication and change your diet. Like, nope, nope, nope. I don't want to do that. I'll just take the medication. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and the medication doesn't even work. So. Yes. <laughs> Are there other um, examples that you witnessed that uh, were really put, kind of profound for you that made you want to do this, um, the switch, or even some of maybe the people that you worked with in the health and wellness uh, as you're doing your own nutrition that has really made a huge dramatic shift in their life and you've been able to see this progression? Yeah, so I actually had a friend um, who was trying to get pregnant. She, about two years they were trying and it wasn't working. So I put her on a higher fat diet, um, mm -hmm. take a few supplements, and in three months she was pregnant. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've seen nutrition work wonders. I mean, it, it's just amazing what happens when you get the right nutrients in your body. Yes, for sure. Now tell me a little bit more about this book that you have coming out, um, The Switch Diet, and when can um, people buy it and where would they be able to purchase it from? So I'm hoping it's coming out in a couple months. Um, publishing takes forever. <laughs> <laughs> I just got the final draft, final draft, so I don't know how much longer it takes after that. Um, but hopefully in a couple months, and it'll be on Amazon and hopefully the bookstores, and I'll be doing signings and all that fun stuff. Um, but it's basically a step-by-step -step guide to help you get rid of all the toxins in the food um, and skincare and you know just kind of the toxins you can control. Awesome you know, getting rid of as many as you can. Good. Now tell me about this process. I've talked to a few people who are starting to write books or have recently published books. Um, tell me about the process of you actually writing this book. How long did it end up taking? What sparked this interest for you to want to create this book? Um, I've actually, this will be my second book. So I co-wrote a book uh, a few years ago with a personal trainer in New Jersey. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, what is so that book called? Part of, uh, the Liberation Diet. Hmm, cool. With uh, Kevin Brown and Annette Presley. And uh, so I've done the process before, uh, but this time was a little different. Um, I actually had, um, I don't know, I was really inspired, I think, because of my patient to really start getting this out there because the foundation is food. So if you can get that right, then everything else will fall into place. You know, then you can figure out what, else, what your next steps are. Um, and so it took me about a couple months to write it. So I specifically wrote it to be an easy read um, and a, just a really helpful guide uh, so that people could get through it fast and get started. And so that was my goal. Um, and I actually used a process called How to Write a Saleable Book in 30 Days. It's an awesome book. So <laughs> if anyone's writing a book, get that book. Um, but it really helps you break down the chapters and the chapter headings, and, and then it makes it really easy to write it. I heard someone else that um, told me that there's a couple of like the publishing um, software or the programs that they've used, I kind of give them the same thing, like the step-by-step -step process, like, okay, now that you've done this, here's the next step to do, and now that you've done this, so it's nice to have that guide, especially if you've never done it before. It can be a little bit um, daunting 
And I would say for anyone out there who is interested in writing a book or doing something like this, um, just get out of your head and get out there and do it. The world needs it for sure. Yeah, definitely. And get an accountability partner, you know, somebody who can say, hey, did you write today? You know, because really just write 10 minutes a day. Oh, yeah. Accountability partners definitely help because you'll sit there and say that, um, oh, yeah, I'm planning on doing this and having deadlines help, too, because yeah. then it kind of lights that fire in the butt instead of you saying, like, oh, I'm going to get to it. And then two or three years pass and you only had three chapters done. If you sit there and say, like, I'm going to get this done in six months and you have someone checking in on a weekly or every couple of months and saying how a thing is going, it it kind of makes you do it a little bit more instead of just meandering around like, oh, write a few pages here and I'll sit on it and then maybe in three weeks I'll write a little bit more. Right. <laughs> awesome. Um, so tell me, for, um, tell me how can people find you on for your business right now? So they can find me. Uh, my website is bloomnutritionandwellness.com. Okay. And my uh, author Facebook page is Annette Presley Nutrition Coach. Awesome. And then you have a couple of programs coming up, including your 21-day clean eating program. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I'm real excited about that. Because um, like I said, food is really the foundation. And if we can get our food right, then we can figure out what other things we need to do, like maybe get rid of gluten or dairy or um, take certain supplements, you know, digestive enzymes, probiotics, all of that. But we don't really know what we need to do until we've got the diet situated and we've gotten rid of all the toxins. So, yeah, so the 21 days is really kind of a jump start. Let's get the diet going, um, see how you're feeling. And then um, at the end, I'm doing actually a bonus webinar. So they can, um, I can tell them, help them find what their next steps might be as far as looking at gut health or different things like that. Awesome. That, that's very useful. And it usually takes, as we know, 21 days to create a habit. Uh, right. And I think that's a very feasible thing versus trying to jump into something a little bit longer uh, term. And you mentioned supplements as far as um, aiding with your nutrition. I always know like sometimes people are like, no, you should get everything from your fruits and your vegetables. There's no need for supplementation. And then I have other people like, I supplement like everything. I mean, especially people in the... Uh, fitness industry. I, I'm a personal trainer also. So I work with a lot of bodybuilders. They're like supplement, supplement, supplement. What are some of the ones that you would say uh, would recommend for the majority of people? I think a good multi is good just to cover the basics, mm -hmm. you know, to make sure you're getting everything um, that you need. And then most people probably would do well with a probiotic um, and maybe even enzymes. Yes. So, especially if you have anything like acid reflux or anything like that, you might want to try an, a full enzyme supplement that has, um, you know, the enzymes for the protein, carbohydrate, and fat, but also some bile and hydrochloric acid. Good. Thank you for explaining that because I know some people are like, what enzymes are you talking about? <laughs> Because I know the first time I ever heard about, uh, before I got into this field, and I'm like, digestive enzymes, what the heck is that supposed to be? <laughs> like, where do I find that stuff? And I agree with you. I take a multivitamin every single day. I take my fish oils and definitely probiotics. I think probiotics are amazing for digestive health and also for when you are um, sick. When, I, when my family was all battling like this cold and flu season, I doubled up on some of my probiotics to make sure I was able to have 
that good gut health, um, especially when everyone was taking like antibiotics and it kind of got to the point where I'm like, if I have to take antibiotics, I'm definitely, definitely kind of reacting that with some probiotics. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because <laughs> those things really destroy your gut and your gut is connected to your immune system. So mm -hmm. if your gut isn't healthy, your immune system isn't going to be healthy either. And I think that's a lot of times people, they are like, oh, I have fine gut. I have fine gut. But then when you break it down and you talk about like, well, what's your focus like? And what's your, you know, immune system? Are you always constantly getting sick? Are you bloated? Do you have foggy brain? Um, what's your energy levels like? What's your skin like? They were like, oh, wait, what? And like, those are all connected to your gut. Right. And, and a lot of people think these are normal. Mm -hmm. you know? And they just live with it and they don't realize that they don't need to be living with it. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, I've always had, you know, acne or I've always, you know, felt tired at this time of the day or I've always had you know, seasonal allergies. And it's like, well, you don't need to always have these things. There's, there's other ways around it. And by changing your diet, I've had one client who, when you were talking about your 20 day, one day one, she's like, oh, I've been allergic to cats my whole entire life. I have cats. I'm allergic to cats. As soon as she cut out dairy, her allergies just like went away. And I'm like, mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily the cat dander. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's actually you the dairy. You get rid of all the toxins in the food. Yes, exactly. Um, so tell me a little bit of how you like to unwind after a long day of work. I'm guessing you probably work some pretty long, intensive hours at your current job and then also running your business. And it, you know, having a 40-hour work week with having a, um, your own business probably causes a little bit of stress. Right, yeah. And yeah, and balancing the two is fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, can you tell me how you, yeah, how, how do you find time to do the two? Yeah. Well, fortunately, my day job is uh, only three days a week. So nice. 24 hours there. Um, so that leaves me some time. But starting a business, of course, takes a ton of time. And mm -hmm. creating content and, you know, all the stuff you've got to do and the technology. Um, so, yeah, I get stressed out. <laughs> technology, mostly. Uh, so what I like to do, I love being in nature. Um, I, that just soothes me and makes me feel good. So we have a, a, like a little lake in the neighborhood. So I'll take my dogs out for a walk um, and maybe grab my daughter and see if she'll go with me. Um, so I try to do that or I'll uh, stick my feet in the pool and sit and breathe for a while. Um, but I try to get outside, and if the weather's bad, um, I'll usually grab a family member and give them a long hug <laughs> or something, because um, that helps me unwind. Or I'll, you know, hold my dog and uh, play with them or something. That sounds all like really great techniques to help you unwind. I'm the same way. I like to be out in nature. It's very calming and soothing, and then a lot of inspiration kind of hits me out there. Um, after having a long day, there's nothing like just being out outdoors, especially if you've been indoors all day long. And even as being like an entrepreneur, I think a lot of times we spend so much of our time inside doing the technology stuff, as you mentioned, <laughs> the, the, the technological end and like, oh, wait, I've been here for like six hours and I haven't seen daylight yet. <laughs> Let me go outside. Where's the sun? <laughs> like the day's end. Wait, I had to cook dinner? <laughs> Did I eat? <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> uh, so, um, what is your favorite healthy snack that you have? Well, I actually don't snack. Okay. Um, so I eat two to three meals a day, but if I did snack, it would probably be bacon. <laughs> <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> or, or something like that. Um, do you I'll, do I'll, um, 
Do you do intermittent fasting since you said that you only eat about two to three meals a day or you just kind of, um, that's just your, your hunger levels? Yeah, I do intermittent fasting. I don't necessarily do it every day. Um, so I just kind of go with how I feel. Uh, mm -hmm. So I try to eat when I'm hungry. Smart. Yeah, I do the same thing too. Sometimes I'm just like, mm, especially in the summertime, I'm not super hungry in the summer. The heat comes out and the last thing you want is something heavy on your stomach. Right. Um, awesome. Um, do you have a favorite quote or affirmation? Yes, I love Maya Angelou. And uh, she said, her quote that I really love is, do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better. And sometimes I change it to be, when you know better, do butter. <laughs> so, you know, instead of margarine. <laughs> I love that. So say yeah. that again, say it again the way that you have created. I like that. Uh, so do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do butter. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So yeah, it just kind of fit really well. But I really love that because, you know, we're all humans and we all make mistakes and we all uh, believe things that aren't true at some point in our life. And so we've really got to be open to um, recognizing that, um, forgiving that and saying, okay, look, I was wrong here. Now I know. Now I'm going to do what I know. Yeah. Or butter. <laughs> Or butter, yeah, <laughs> either one. <laughs> awesome. Um, let me ask you. So you you said that you do like to have the butter. Do you, and you do a lot of the ketogenic. Do you like to have um, the bulletproof coffee? Is that one I of the actually like coffee. So I I never drink soda or okay. coffee or tea. I just I don't like any of those. Oh. <laughs> I, I do like hot chocolate, so that's probably not good. But <laughs> <laughs> that's your weakness, hot chocolate. <laughs> I do make my own, and I do put coconut oil in it. <laughs> oh, nice! Well, yeah. So, how do you how do you do that? I've never even thought of putting co coconut oil in my hot chocolate. Uh, so I use raw milk, um, and I probably about a cup of raw milk and a tablespoon of raw cacao powder, mm -hmm. um, a half a teaspoon or a teaspoon of coconut sugar. And some, uh, I think about a half a teaspoon of vanilla extract, a little bit of salt, and a tablespoon of coconut oil. Awesome. I don't know if you have a blog, but if you do, you need to put that recipe on there. <laughs> I do. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we'll link to it in the show notes for sure. And if you have that recipe on there, definitely we will, we will share that. Um, if not, you know, send it to me and I'll put it in the show notes. Because that sounds amazing. But not right now with it being summer, but as the weather starts to change and going into fall and the winter, especially here in Michigan, we have pretty brutal winters. It will be nice to have uh, something like that to nice, delicious treat that really doesn't seem like it's all that unhealthy at all. No, it's not. And the cacao is full of antioxidants. So exactly. Awesome. So I'm going to go through a rapid um, fire section, and you've pretty much already answered my first question because that was tea or coffee, but you don't drink either. Um, so it's hot cocoa for you. Uh, the next question I have is, do you have a favorite type of exercise? I like um, jumping on my, well, swimming, I guess, really is my favorite. Hmm. I just don't do it all year round <laughs> for obvious reasons. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I, really, I love anything in the water. Nice. So it seems like a lot of outdoor kind of activities is your favorite thing to do. Yeah. Good. Um, do you have, are you into crystals or anything like that? Crystals or essential oils? 
essential oils I do. Um, I haven't really done crystals yet. I think I have some and you know, I'm going to dabbling. Start. Yeah. Dabbling. <laughs> do you have a favorite essential oil then? I like eucalyptus is probably the one I use the most. Nice. It's a good all around one. Yeah. What do you use it for? Um, mostly. I put it in my, I usually do a, uh, Epsom salt bath a few times a week. And so I'll put it in there. Um, if I ever feel like I can't breathe, I'll inhale it. Um, yeah. Put it in a diffuser because I like the smell of it. I actually tried to grow a eucalyptus tree in my yard, uh, but apparently Texas isn't very friendly. <laughs> a eucalyptus tree in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> They're beautiful. The the actual like trees are, are beautiful. I'm wondering what kind of what kind of climate needs to be. I'm not very familiar with where you would, what's the best ideal client for eucalyptus trees. Yeah, I don't know either. I just know Texas is probably not it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a um, pretty lush garden being in Texas or is it so dry that it's kind of hard to grow anything besides like cactus and succulents and stuff? Yeah, it's really hard to grow things here, but I have found if I put shade cloth up that things will grow and, but I do have to remember to water. <laughs> so I'm not always good about that. And what part of Texas are you at currently? I'm in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Oh, yeah. So those, that, that heat gets up there. Yeah, it's like 100 degrees right now. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel sorry for you. <laughs> that is hot. That yeah, is really, really, really hot. Oh, I, I was in um, Colorado like last month, and it's, it's, oh. <laughs> I, there's no words besides, but, oh. <laughs> Yeah, oh, in Colorado, uh, so uh, it's better than here, but <laughs> yeah, it, it gets really hot there, and the sun is so intense there. Yeah, yeah, I came back with this tan, and everyone was like, you got dark, and I'm like, yeah, so SPF 100 doesn't apparently work in Colorado sun. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're too close to the sun. I think so, too. Do you have a, re uh, sorry, do you have a book that you love to read? Um, favorite book? my favorite book. Um, and don't tell anybody, no, <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> um, that's my favorite fun book. Um, I do, I, I read a lot. So, um, I have a lot of, um, you know, self-help books or motivational books and nutrition books and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff too. But yeah, for something fun, I could, um, I was, I was one of those people that when Harry Potter came out, I got it the day it came out and I was on the couch reading like until I finished it. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> yeah, I told the kids, you're on your own. <laughs> My friend loves Harry Potter and I think there's quite a few people out there that, um, that do. I will watch the movies. I never got into reading the books, um, but I know a lot of people who are just fanatics of Harry Potter and they have pretty much everything, their costumes, everything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I had my son dress up as Harry Potter when he was four for Halloween. Uh, did you go to the um, the previews of all the people that were dressing up as different Harry Potter characters when they first came out? No, um, I actually didn't start reading the books, I think, until the fourth book was already out. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, w I had no intention of reading them, um, but uh, we were the legal guardians of a teenager, and she loved them, and so she got me into them. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll read it and just see... At, the, at that time, there was a lot of hype about it, mm -hmm. you know? and so I just thought, oh, I'll read it and see, and I was hooked from the first sentence. I mean, it was just, I love them. 
<laughs> you like finished the first book in one day. <laughs> I don't bother mom. There's not going to be any cooking, cleaning, nothing. Just I'm going to be in my room. <laughs> That's right. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. And I've read, a, I've read the series like five times. So I just have to make sure I don't start reading it unless I actually have the time to get through all of them. Because <laughs> you get lost in it again. That's, it's good. It's a, that's probably a great way to unwind too. Yeah, it is. It really is. Um, do you have a, a place that you've always wanted to visit in the world and why? Australia. Mm. And I think because koala bears are really cute. I love it. They're, me they're mean, but... <laughs> <laughs> they are? I didn't even know that. Yeah, I've heard they're mean, um, you know, but they just look so sweet and innocent. Mm, that's interesting. Were they like rip your face off or something? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I never, I never even, I had to ask, I have a cousin that works at um, our local zoo and I'm going to have to ask her if that's, I'm like, so I've heard koala bears are pretty mean. What is your take on this? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, find out before I go visit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before before you try to like grab onto one in a um, an adventure thing, and you're like, oh yeah, here, and then it just starts clawing at you. <laughs> <laughs> they are cute. They are cute, and I like um, what's the other ones I like think are cute are red pandas. Oh um, yeah, Doga. Right. I don't know. They, they they might be mean too. For all I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are bears, so. Yes. Yes. Um, is there a certain goal that you want to accomplish this year? Yeah, so I would love to be a best-selling author. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a great goal. Um, and I wouldn't mind getting on Ellen, so yeah, if anyone knows Ellen. <laughs> if anyone knows Ellen, reach out to Annette because she's got this book coming up and she wants to be on Ellen. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would her. say have your publicist, once you, once, um, if you have one, like once you publish your book just get you out there I think she's pretty she's pretty open to different things yeah and when I'm helping people so you know it's a perfect match <laughs> exactly you and Ellen do would you like to dance like Ellen or oh yeah I, I put on the tennis shoes and the whole thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I love her I love her games that she plays too some of them are pretty wild I don't know how she comes up with these ideas to play the games and then I also love when she um she does a like show hides behind something and then scare the um some of her guests I oh, think yeah. <laughs> yeah she cracks me up so yeah I do that sometimes with my husband I'll see him come home and especially when we were living in our own apartment I would hear him come home and I would like try to find some place and hide uh just to kind of scare him and then I would do the same he would do the same thing to me it was just like okay yeah we're we're in our 30s that we're acting like we're teenagers <laughs> Yeah, I tried that with my husband, but he's unscarable. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I've done it with my mom and I've done it with my husband and um, they're pretty, they're pretty good. My husband actually does it to our dogs, which is hilarious. Like he'll try to sneak in if the dogs don't hurry up and come downstairs. He'll um, wait for one of them to run around the corner and then I'll be like, boo, and it scares the crap out of one of my dogs. Oh, he's so <laughs> but like run in the opposite direction. <laughs> Oh, well, you're gonna give this poor dog a heart attack one of these days. <laughs> I play hide and seek with my dogs. Oh, that's cute. What kind? Of, what kind of dogs do you have? I have two Shih Tzus. Although one of them is um, like 30 pounds, which is really heavy. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we think he's part bear. <laughs> you think he's part bear? 
Yeah, he's got really giant paws, and I don't know. He's cute, though. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I have mine's. Uh, I have one that's a Sitsu and a poodle, and the other one is a Yorkie poop. But they're all under fifteen pounds, not thirty pounds. That's that's like a medium sized dog. I would, if I had my dog and they and I bought them and they came out to be thirty pounds, I'm like, um, I want a refund because it was not supposed to be this big. Yeah, we were really shocked because the other dog is ten pounds. So. <laughs> This is, yeah, 20 pound difference. It's by far the largest shoot zoo I've ever had. <laughs> My mom always cracks me up because, um, you know, you get the flea and take medication and everything goes according to the size of the dog. Um, so one of the dogs is starting to creep up to like 20 pounds and she's just like, you better lose weight because I'm not planning on paying anymore for this medication. <laughs> she's like, we got to put the dogs on a diet. We got to start walking the dogs. Like, the dog's starting to get too heavy. Yeah, we give the big dog the teeny greenies. <laughs> put it, yeah, it a great way to brush the teeth and also put them on a slight diet. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. We'll collect all of your information and have it um, in our show notes. Um, anything else that you have in the works coming up in the next couple of months? Um, well, actually, I'm working on a membership site. So to help people stay informed about, um, you know, different alternative ther therapies that are available that they might want to check out if they don't want to go the drug and cut route. Um, and clean eating, of course, will be in there. Um, you know, just uh, I'll do a live coaching every month and, you know, just to help people stay on track with their health goals. Well, I would definitely have to talk to you um, about how to do that when you start getting that done. I'm just started just just started getting into course creation for myself, but the membership site I tried dabbling into that maybe a few years ago. This is before they had a lot more software that was out there, and it was just um, WordPress, and I got too frustrated because I, I don't have any coding background. Um, this is before you could just kind of drag and drop and have those kind of websites, and you actually had to know how to code. I'm like, nope. I, <laughs> I'm like, you lost me when you told me I had to do HTML code. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I already have too much information in my head. I don't have room for HTML. Oh, I know. The first time someone had told me how to, like, change the font and, you know, add, like, line breaks and stuff like this. This is years ago for someone, like, one of my jobs websites. And I had to change it all up. And I'm like, um, yeah, so can we just hire you because... I don't know what I have to put this thing in front of that thing in order to bold something and I have to do this in order to do a line break. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time to have another degree. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you so much again for joining us today. I'm um, looking forward to chit-chatting with you a little bit more in our mastermind. And I really appreciate you coming out for today's show. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Thank you for tuning into the Love Your Life podcast. All information and links for this podcast can be found in the show notes. If you like this episode and want to continue the conversation, you can email me at info at fitnesswellnesslife.com. And for more information to living a life you love, follow me on Instagram at fwl underscore Steph and on Facebook at Fitness Wellness Life. As always, you can schedule a free 30-minute call with me by going to www.fitnesswellnesslife.com. Thanks again, and don't forget to tune in next week for another inspiring episode. 
Don't forget to like, comment, and follow our sponsors, Scribed, unlimited audio and ebooks for $8.99 a month, and Rocky's Natural Body Products. Use the link in the show notes to sign up. 